This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host tonight. This is season, season one, episode seven. Boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, no, no. Uh, thoughts? Thoughts on that? Thoughts on that tagline? Keep working on them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, no, I'm, I'm trying to work it out. That's why, guys. Getting why not do it though. on the air? All right. So, so It was good in the moment. But right. long haul, I don't, I don't see it working. In the moment, it was it like, oh, hey, you there. went there. So are we but, still, like, yeah. if we're power ranking them, are we, are we still with Yahtzee as number one? Or Yeah. Uh, AJ, <laughs> AJ, AJ saying uh, no. not on all of them? Boom goes the dynamite. I give it a mild thumbs up. Oh, wow. <laughs> I will take that. I will wow. absolutely take that. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. We're still working on that. Again, my name is Tim Sherry. I am the CEO and president of the Movie Council, and I'm your host of the Movie Council podcast. Again, season one, episode seven. I'm here with my boys, my bros. We're going to be talking movies for the next 60 to 90 minutes or maybe more. Who knows? We'll see where it goes because we have some awesome content rolling tonight. Got a cup. Obviously, it's the same four bros every week. You want to know why it's the same four bros? Because we know our shit, and you should be listening. And all the people that are listening, thank you so much. We love you. Uh, we're having a great time doing this. Let me, let me swing around, introduce uh, all three, three of my boys here. Obviously, we got to start off with one of the other co-founders. He's the COO and uh, one of the better movie guys I've met in my entire life. He's had some great topics uh, that we've done already uh, leading up to tonight. My big bro, Andrew Sherry. What's up, gangsta? Well, Tim, I'm just happy to be here and I hope I can help the ball club. You know, I just want to give it my best shot and good little willing. Things will work out. Don't you dare ask. <laughs> Don't you dare ask. <laughs> what movie? Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. That's, that's, uh, that's Bull Durham. All right. So, uh, Yahtzee. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Yeah, see? See? That's, see, that's Yahtzee catching ain't so bad, is it? Yeah, it's, it's catching momentum. All right. Moving forward to... Uh, the man who has created this podcast, been in instrumental in our social media. Uh, he's been doing an amazing job. He was in the past our, uh, uh, he was a producer, comedy officer, but now without question, he has risen to the ranks that he has been destined to his whole life. He is my chief boy toy, the sexy motherfucker. My big bro, Dan Sherry. What's up? Hey, yo. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. So happy to be here once again. I love this. I look forward to this all week. I can't wait to talk about movies with you guys. You guys are the best. So, but while oh. I got the mic, let me just say real quick uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Movie Council Pod or send us an email, moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. Boom. Yeah, and it will be uh, it will be it will be my my big bro, my chief boy toy that is go that has the uh, the topic tonight. We're very excited to to delve into that. But before we do, you were just talking about Instagram. This dude that I'm going to introduce next has been crushing our Instagram lately with his work. I'm really loving it. I'm not even being facetious. I'm loving the shit you're putting up on Instagram. I think it's awesome. He is my art director, my security director, my brother from another mother, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's up, kid? Hey, Timmy. Appreciate that, man. Thanks for the kind words. Glad to be back. Uh, excited for the topic tonight. This is uh, one that 
I'm really excited about. Uh, Danny and I were going back and forth on this for a little bit before, so can't wait to get into it. Yeah, this is this should be a good one tonight, man. I'm I'm excited. I had fun watching these movies this week. Uh, a couple of movies I hadn't seen, which were which were really really great. Uh, now, normally, this is two weeks in a row where normally at this point I like to go over a few housekeeping things, but our Just shit tight. is tight right now, bro. I got nothing. I got yeah, no. Again, apo- yeah, I got no apologies for for drinking too much. I have uh, no issues with. Well, no, I have plenty of issues with drinking too much, but I have no issues with what's going on on this podcast. It's been it's been really been really great lately we're loving it we had a great week last week with film noir we were picking it up big tonight uh and that being said dan i'm going to turn it over to you because it is your topic this week i want you to say what it is why it is and what you asked us to do this week to get prepared for this show it's all yours handsome do it awesome thank you so much tim yeah i am uh, i'm excited this week i i kind of piggybacked off uh andy's Paul Thomas Anderson director spotlight and I wanted to do a director spotlight on a guy I fucking love Taika Waititi Uh, he's you know been around for a little while now he's from New Zealand born in New Zealand Uh, he did a a few movies that were kind of like festival darlings he did uh, this movie called Eagle vs. Shark Another one called Boy that were very well received at uh, various festivals. But his big breakout was one of the movies we'll be talking about tonight, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Great, hilarious mockumentary that I truly love. Um, And from there, he went on to uh, like Disney and Marvel Studios, like backed up a Brinks truck to this guy. And said, here, make his Thor movie. And he made, to me, one of the best Marvel movies to date. He, it was absolutely phenomenal. Thor Ragnarok. Another one we'll be talking about tonight. And from there, he went on to direct a movie that uh, was nominated for Best Picture. A movie that he actually won the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is another one I truly love. Uh, it's not one of the ones I asked the rest of the council to watch this week, because frankly, because I knew they've already seen it. So yeah. I knew we could talk about that one. But I asked them to go ahead and watch uh, What We Do in the Shadows and Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I know some of our more, uh, how do I put this, movie snobby uh <laughs> members maybe aren't as familiar with the with the marvel cinematic universe i'm looking at you tim andy but <laughs> i'll talk with you <laughs> no he's not wrong yeah, yeah. it's not wrong so but i like i said i truly love thor ragnarok it's one it's actually it's in my top 10 favorite movies of all time i think it's phenomenal and it what drew me to him too was the first one let's get into now i want to hear everyone's thoughts on what we do in the shadows like i said it's a mockumentary filmed in new zealand um it was shot you know jermaine clement who uh was a member of flight of the concords uh kind of popular show here in this country and 
obviously very big in New Zealand. Um, that they made New Zealand was a big hit there. It actually got to the United States from a Kickstarter campaign they did there where they got the money to bring oh, it wow. over here. And it was a huge, huge hit. Uh, it spun off a great television show, which I know Marky watches. I don't know if you two have seen it yet, but the television show is phenomenal. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's nominated for Best Comedy this year, so in the Emmy Awards. But <clears throat> so, anyways, like, I what, what is what we TV do in the show. shadows? The, the television show, right, show yeah. So, uh, with that, I actually I want to kick it over to Timmy. Uh, Tim, actually, I know you, Tim texted me earlier this week with something about the movie that I wanted to respond to, but I also wanted to kind of wait until we we're here because yeah. it's one of my favorite aspects of this movie as well. Yeah. But Tim, tell, tell me what you thought of what we do in the shadows. Um, I was openly howling about half of the movie. Like it was mm-hmm. fuck. And, and that's not a, an homage to the werewolves in it. I was mm-hmm. hysterically laughing for so many portions of that movie it was just like obviously like i loved the idea of it um you know that like whoever thought a mockumentary about living breathing i'm sorry living vampires like is one of the most ridiculous things i've ever heard in my life but it and like the premise is ridiculous but these guys are so brilliant that it works and uh i i really like i really like the way they set up the characters too obviously taika playing uh viago as um, you know, he was kind of like the the uh, Tom Cruise uh, interview with the vampire Absolutely. vampire, and then you have Vlad, who was like the Gary Oldman Dracula, yep. and then uh, uh, fucking um, Deacon, who was more like the Lost Boys vampire, and then of course you had to have Peter the Nosferatu. You had yeah. to have him in there. Like they had, like they, they had, they 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 took on every generation, a lot of generations of vampire. And, and then uh, they added to their ranks with the Twilight vampire. The Twilight, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like it, yeah, exactly. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really awesome. Yeah, actually, Asia, that's a great point. I didn't even think of that. That's fucking awesome. Um, you know, DP, I loved it. I was losing my mind. One of, one of the things I think I liked the most about the movie is. I think it's one of the things about really, really great comedies is they have a base uh, screenplay that they're going off of, but I feel like they let these guys free ball a lot uh, yeah. and kind of just oh, go off did. in like random things. Like there was the point where they banished the the new kid. Remember they were trying to like come yeah. up with, the, yeah, they had like, <laughs> yeah. they had like no idea Shame. how to, like could be Shame. one day. It could be six months. And, no, it's not going to be one day. You're banished. Like that whole thing <laughs> is so fucking funny. Um, no, dude, I, I, I absolutely was, was losing my shit. Like from yeah. beginning to end, I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And their, their obsession with stew. That's what <laughs> yeah. I tested you. Yeah. That's what I tested really you about. Guy. Yeah. They just loved him. He's like showing them internet porn and shit. They're like, what the <laughs> world? <guy?" laughs> Teaching oh, karate. They, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, well, that's actually one of my uh, other things I really liked about the movie was the fact that they had all these supernatural powers where they could levitate, do all this stuff, but they all were terrible fighters. Like yeah. none yeah. of them knew how to fight. They have all these powers, but no one knows how to fight. They just, anytime they get into shit, they just grab each other and don't know what to do. Uh, so I love that. But yeah, Stu, that whole thing with Stu is just like, they bring him to that fucking party. Like, yeah. he's the only human there. And he ends up at the party. Like, why would he go to that? It was the most ridiculous That's, thing. That but. zombie asks him, he's like, I don't mean to be rude, but are you pre-deceased? pre-deceased? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking 
fucking great line. Uh, uh, yeah, DP. No, I loved it. I really, really. And that's the thing. Like, um, I, I do want to watch the show. I got to get down and, and uh, get into it. I highly it. recommend it, it. Yeah, If it's anything yeah, the like the great. movie, I am 100% in because, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. It was great. Hey, hey, uh, quick fun thing because, like I said, I know you love Stu as well. Uh, the actor that played Stu, whose name is Stu. Actually, Stu. Yeah, or <laughs> Stu Rutherford. He was actually hired on, um, like, to work, like, behind the scenes as, like, you know, work on some computer stuff. And they told him he might have a small role in the film. <laughs> like, all along knowing he was going to have a big role, but they did not tell him that yeah. at all. That's why he looks it's so just, goofy on camera, because he it, doesn't actually know he's on camera. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which fucking worked out so perfectly. That was a great thing about Yeah, because you're right. Because he looks uncomfortable most of the movie, like just around these dudes that he's like scared of, but they're obsessed with him. They're so obsessed with this dude. <laughs> yeah, they love Stu. Oh my God, I love that. Absolutely love that. Awesome, thanks. Uh, AJ, so like you said, I know you said you loved one of them or liked one of the movies, didn't like the other one. My initial thought is you liked what we do in the shadows. Am I correct? The good news is, yes, I liked what we do in the shadows. Yes. All right. Here, give, give us your rundown on the movie. So the mockumentary genre is one that's been done to greater or lesser effect over the years, right? This is Spinal Tap and Christopher Guest and all the movies he's done over the years, right? But this one, they take this absurd premise and then follow these guys around with a camera crew. And they make mention yeah. of it. Like, what are these camera? all these cameras doing here? Like, <laughs> they make <laughs> reference to it a lot. And you know what I found to be the case? I wasn't like TW howling in laughter. What I found was the next day, as I'm thinking about the different scenes, then I'm chuckling <laughs> to myself. <laughs> you know, they, they were having that flat, the flat yeah. meeting. And they're talking about... They're arguing about the dishes and stuff, and they yeah. both the, 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 the Viago and Deacon like levitate into the air, like, chest bumping each other. I mean, those little things like that. Just the bat fight. Bat fight. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah, vampires. That. The... Yeah, two vampires fighting over who does the dishes. <laughs> it's a fucking hilarious premise. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and the and the um, you know the uh, the woman that plays the the. the the, the human servant to Deacon yeah. who lur who lures the people to the party. Just the diff those things. I'm just chuckling the next day over it. So I wasn't in the moment. So I have to, I want to watch it again just to, to, so it wasn't a howling out loud laughing movie for me. It was one that I'm thinking about the next day. And, and, and I was uh, talking to somebody I work with who's seen it and we're just chuckling over these scenes. And I'm, and I'm, then I'm thinking of more of them and just how absurd and hilarious they are. Like when what was the uh, Nosferatu guy? Peter, yeah. Peter, Peter, yeah. When he when he burns to yeah, a crisp, yeah. that whole Burn scene when he's sizzle. on fire. Yeah, <laughs> that was Get that in the part shadows. Was just, <laughs> right, that whole scene was just so absurd that as I'm watching it, I'm just trying to digest it. But then the next day, I'm just I'm chuckling over these different scenes. So I that I appreciated that about it. And I, it's the type of movie that I'd like to go back and. And watch again. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah, uh, AJ. It, I'm sorry, DP. AJ, can I say one thing just really quick? And this is more just because, like, me and uh, this is something me and AJ would would know. The kid that played uh, like the leader of the werewolves, 
His actor name is Reese Darby. Darby. Yeah, oh, I love Reese. Oh Darby. yes, I was going to bring he's that a, up. He's in the only thing. I'm like, where do I know this yes. motherfucker? Yes, Flight of the Concords. See, I didn't know him from that. AJ, he's in one episode of How I Met Your Mother. He plays the innkeeper during the wedding. He's the nighttime innkeeper that's arguing with Marshall over the ghosts. It's what? Oh, that's him. That, I saw that dude's face. I'm like, holy shit, that's the dude. And I looked it up and I confirmed it. That's him. He's in one episode and he's absolutely hysterical on that show. So I knew that was that. And the, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing about that movie is that what we do in the shadows, it doesn't end in a way you think. It just kind of. It just kind of ends. <laughs> it does, right? Yeah. But the, you don't think it, you think, oh, Stu's dead. And then he comes back as a werewolf. But the whole scene leading up to that, when they're walking through the woods and the, and the werewolves are like getting the chains and chaining yeah. themselves to the trees because it's the full moon was just so bizarre that whole setup and the whole you know the and the way that they're running through the woods it was almost like the found footage at times yeah, like almost like a blair witch kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. we're werewolves so I, not swearwolves <laughs> yeah oh yeah there was yeah oh they were getting super offended over bad language yeah is that fur <laughs> So yes, I uh, I I enjoyed it. Good. So let me ask you this, Andy. So apparently, like, looking into it, right now they're in the middle of filming kind of a follow-up to it, where it's uh it's called Werewolves. Werewolves. <laughs> As in yeah. we are wolves. Yeah. Where they're gonna follow around, you know, like Reese Darby and Stu, and their characters as werewolves. <laughs> are you gonna watch that, AJ, when it comes out? I would watch that, yeah. You know what I liked about the, uh, also what I, I noticed in the credits was Jermaine Clement was uh, got a writing credit too with Tiger. Yeah, and they've collaborated on a bunch of stuff. I think Jermaine Clement is hilarious. Absolutely, yeah, he is just such funny. a naturally funny guy. Um, and I've seen him in other things, and I've seen Flight of the Concords. But he was also in a show uh, Legion. If anyone saw Legion, it was a serious role. Oh. But he's just he's just a cool cat. I just like him. I and Marky, I I can't wait to talk to you about this because I know how yeah. much you love it. So. You know I love this movie. Yeah, um, I watched it again last night, and that may have been no joke, like the twelfth time I've seen it, and it's still <laughs> funny to me every time. I love that movie. There's so many good one-liners in it. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were were constantly quoting different lines in that movie to each other. One of the most prevalent one I think that we use is uh, in the very beginning of the movie when Viago gets out of his coffin. He does that slow rise out of his coffin. He's like, mm-hmm. "This is always a, a very scary time for me." And he opens up the curtains. He goes, "Yes, nighttime." <laughs> we say that to each other almost every night when we get in bed. Like, yes, nighttime. <laughs> There's so many good lines in that movie. Uh, I guess like my second favorite line in that movie is from. Um, I already forgot his name, but the guy that plays the leader of the werewolves when mm-hmm. they find them at the uh, near the end of the movie and they're chaining each other to a tree. And yeah. the guy comes up to him and he's like, I can't remember my combination. And he's like, it's part of the factory setting. Zero, zero, zero. Now fuck <laughs> off to a tree. <laughs> there's, there's so like, much why, in that movie. Why do you have a, why'd you bring a combination lock? <laughs> why'd you bring a combination lock? It's probably Last the time I lost setting. my key. <laughs> now fuck off to a tree. There's the more I watch that movie, the more I pick up on these random lines mm-hmm. and notice different things. I think Taika and Jermaine working together is perfect. Those guys are hilarious together. They, yeah, gold. They, 
they work together so well. Uh, Jermaine Clements just got one of those naturally funny faces. He's like, he can deliver lines and like a deadpan face, kind of like Will Ferrell, where it comes out funny, even when it's not supposed to be. This confrontation and, with the beast. Yeah, the <laughs> beast. Yeah, I gotta say, so like the first time I saw it, I was actually kind of surprised that the beast was a woman. Yeah. But then the second time through, like you notice, they never say like her, she. No. It's always the beast. You know? The beast. <laughs> like you realize it's the second time through, but the first time through to find out that it was just his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And then he's telling all the stories about, it's like, oh, I fought the beast in a swamp. Oh, I fought the beast on top of a building. It's, there's, yeah. The, like I said, the more you watch that movie, I feel like the funnier it gets. I just mm-hmm. watched it again. It still holds up. The, uh, the, the, the fact that Stu didn't know that he was going to be into the, in the movie as much as he was. Is yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. So It's, yeah. it's funny w- watching it again, knowing that he didn't actually know that he was going to have that much of a role. Because you can see him in the camera. He's just kind of like staring off. And it, yeah. it makes sense with it being a mockumentary, right? Because he can stare straight into the camera. And it's not awkward. It's not like a normal movie film where you're not supposed to look into the camera so him doing that is normal in this sense but the, the recreation the dramatic recreation when they find him and it's in black and white and they give him a pair of pants <laughs> and even that just looks like the cheesy old school back in the day when they would do those dramatic recreations on tv it's oh man i i love this movie hands down all around i can't wait for that werewolves movie to come out i heard about yeah. that a long time ago um i'm remembering after peter uh, Bur- uh burns and then the cops show up yeah and they're hip- yes. and they're hip- and they're hypnotized <laughs> oh yeah. those two cop those two cops are like maybe two of my favorite characters <laughs> in that movie mm-hmm. just like the blatant disregard for all the facts that are yeah. right in front of their face you see so- what i see <laughs> no smoke detectors <laughs> maybe, maybe. More smoke alarm. Maybe they were, hip- uh, not they were hypnotized. They were hypnotized. Yeah. I just loved that though. It's just like yeah, it, but like they were hypnotized. Yet they were picking up other random shit that had nothing yeah. to do with what they were really there for. It was <laughs> actually. Do you know? Actually, I think my favorite joke. It was somewhat of a running joke in the movie. Was Viago when he first came and he, his his familiar gave the wrong fucking postage in the coffin. That's it took oh, 150 yeah. years to get back. <laughs> Matter how many years it was. I forget yeah. what it, <laughs> he sent him the wrong fucking way. He I've wasted my whole life. He said, you told me you'd make me a vampire. I've done nothing with my life. All right. Good seeing you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh man. A- another thing I've, I've noticed in watching this movie and other Tychus things and uh, paying attention to Jermaine Clement is that I've got like, whatever it is like new zealand humor gets me in a special way i feel like it's a mix between british humor and american humor where you Mm -hmm. know british humor is very deadpan and uh just kind of low news new New zealander humor has a lot of that but it's also more over the top like american i feel like it's a mix and i feel like it's got some it's got some zaniness to it yeah and just the accents get me every time. I always try and recreate it. I'm terrible at accents, but I always try. It's hilarious to me. Yeah, I got to say, so as, as far as the funniest lines in the whole movie, to me, the best one was uh, when they're saying, you know, like as vampires, 
we you know we we like to eat uh drink virgin blood oh yeah and it's kind of like if you have a sandwich <laughs> you, you don't want someone to have fucked your sandwich before you <laughs> yeah. eat it you would enjoy it more if you knew that no one had fucked it yeah. <laughs> by far my favorite line in the whole so movie. the tv show uh comes on like fx mm-hmm. and they there's plenty of profanity in the show as well. It, it comes on like a certain time of night, I guess, or yeah. I guess just streaming now that they don't bother censoring shit out. And I don't know how involved, I know, you know, at the beginning of the show, you get like a, a Taika and a Jermaine Clement credit as far as a creator. I'm not yeah. sure how involved they are in the writing of the show, but it is just as good in my opinion. I am fucking loving the show. And there's an episode, there's a couple episodes where the, what we do in the shadows characters, Deacon, Viago and Vlad make an appearance in mm-hmm. the show. The show so pulls down. Uh-huh. Is it, it's in mockumentary style. The show same well. same yeah. things. Mockumentary vampires. And yeah. they're in a flat situation again, except it's uh, in, vampires uh, New York. in New York. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, just as funny. There's, yeah. It's hilarious. My favorite thing, my favorite thing about the show that's different from the movie, is they have a character who is uh, an energy vampire. Oh yeah. And, it, and what that means is, like, you guys know that person that can just walk into a room and suck all the life out of a room <laughs> by being just boring and it's terrible. Somebody people? sounds like they've got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what this guy does he walks into a room and is just an awful terrible person oh, and sucks they, all they always, the energy they out always of refer this. to him as his full name <laughs> oh fuck uh <laughs> i can't, why can't but I it's a dude it? he played uh he was in the office he was like dwight's dwight's friend that gave him the gloves <laughs> he also oh, uh, a great character and his yeah, the the idea of him just sucking the energy out of every room he walks into in order to feed is another absolutely hilarious. Another fun character in the TV show is the familiar of one of the vampires mm-hmm. is a descendant of a vampire hunter. And so he's trying to be like kind of like Jackie is in the in the movie where she wants to become a vampire, super obsessed with becoming a vampire, but his uh, vampire won't make him one. And then mm-hmm. he finds out later that he's uh, a descendant of a vampire slayer. Yeah, and he's he a accident- descendant of Van Helsing. Like That's the, it, yeah. The ultimate vampire slayer. Yeah. And he accidentally keeps killing vampires. Like, he's really good on it. He's really good at it on accident. Like, he accidentally <laughs> keeps killing all these vampires. Not his uh, flatmates, but everyone else that comes to the house and shit. Yeah. And the, the the energy vampire, his name's Colin Robinson. That's it, Colin Robinson. <laughs> yeah, they always refer to him by his full name. So, what you got? I I tr- I'm excited that there's a show I actually watched that's nominated for an Emmy award. So, I might actually watch it. Well, you know. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, so it's a great show. It's you know the the humor is similar to the movie mm, for sure. You know, a little different, but it's, pretty much. It's very much in line, movie. yeah, but a little bit more streamlined. The episodes take different turns. My favorite episode in the TV show is that uh, they do a whole Colin Robinson episode. 
<laughs> where he becomes like super powerful. He becomes like the manager at his work. He goes to work just so he can drain people, you know, being an energy vampire. And he becomes like a manager and just becomes super powerful and his hair grows out long. Oh, it's great. Can't yeah, recommend it enough. Love oh, it. Such a great show. So, and like I said, if you guys enjoyed the movie, you'll definitely enjoy the show. So. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. Yeah. And uh, all right. So everyone, what's your like rating overall tim what would you give what we do in the shadows as a rating like i said i was fucking howling the whole movie it was really great really um i mean is it going to be up there with some of the greatest movies i've ever seen of course not but i i enjoyed my hour 45 whatever it was i have to give it a solid four awesome aj what's your rating so taking everything into account um even just think because i'm still thinking about the movie right um i'm in the same place as tw i i i want to give it a four so badly so i'm just going to do it awesome i'm not i'm going to trust my instincts i'm just going to give it a four perfect marky where you at i bet i bet you're going to stick with this four thing going right oh yeah it's going to be higher for me um it's you know like kind of like what the other guys were saying it's not you know obviously one of the greatest movies ever made it's not intended to be no yeah but right. it's but for what it is it was done perfectly mm-hmm. it's hilarious and maybe it's just because so much of the culture is not quite like ours that it's very amusing to watch and also the vampire topic is funny in the way they do it but the amount of times that i've been able to rewatch that movie and still find it funny the amount of times that i quote the movie it's going to be like a 4.45 for me, not quite a four and a half. Cause then I feel like that puts it in the ranking of my top 10. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, that makes it's, sense. A, it's a, it's a 4.45. It's right below there. It's in, it's in my top 20. Yeah. Nice. The strong yeah. rating. Yeah. I'm i uh, I'm right there with you, Mark. I'd give it like four and a quarter. So it's a 4.25 for me. Love this movie. Uh, and it got me, Excited for the next one I want to talk about. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which... Um, I, what? <laughs> I was pointing... Yeah, I, so, AJ is beneath me. Oh, pointing down. He said, go to AJ first on this one. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave this in. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, AJ, we're going to go to you first. Because I... I love Thor Ragnarok. This movie, so like it works, it works as a comedy. It's fucking hilarious. And it works as an action movie because the action sequences are amazing. Some of my favorite moments in all of the Marvel movies. And I I know I've mentioned it before, I am like a Marvel movie nerd like we, we, i we've heard i've seen everyone multiple times i watch them right in a row i fucking love marvel movies i know our other esteemed colleagues oh shit i forgot look to say down that. on you. me Thank for you. loving marvel movies i don't look down on you for that i fucking love them all right well there's at least one person that looks down on me for loving marvel movies no i mean but i love them i like marky how dare you 
<laughs> I, I like a couple of the Iron Mans, and I like the original Captain America and Hulk, and I like that shit. I, I don't like the Avengers, but you know, okay, they, yeah. it's a bit much, but I like some of it. So, but this one to me is like the, especially out of like the individual movies as opposed to the team up movies, this is to me the best one. Uh, it's kind of Taika Waititi's big like budget debut and i think you oh, yeah. fucking crushed it and you know kind of i guess it's sort of like kevin smith like taika waititi's also in the movies he directs and has you know not a huge role but an awesome role in each one and in this one he plays korg who's this big rock monster dude i actually did not know that yeah, yeah, the Taika Waititi really? plays yeah. Korg. I fucking loved Korg. Korg's, yeah. to me, the best <laughs> part of the shit. movie. Yeah. He's fucking amazing. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. So, AJ, like I said, I know I know these this type of movie isn't kind of your bag, but I do want to hear what you thought of Thor Ragnarok. And I know, and, and I will admit, like, I know not, having watched all the movies you kind of miss some of the stuff that happens like i get it but don't steal my thunder right all right so but i want to hear what you thought of this fire away what would you think of thor ragnarok okay first the good chris hemsworth he was pretty cool which is a line from timmy he can get it (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh yeah oh big time so he was pretty cool i think you know the thing about this movie, and maybe it's true of all the cinema, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, it is star-studded. Mm. Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Can get it. Uh, Idris Elba. Can get it. Chris Hemsworth. Can get it. Mark Ruffalo. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Tess, Tessa Thompson. Can fucking get yes. it, number one. Was she the Valkyrie? Uh, yeah, yes. the Valkyrie. Yeah, she's on Westworld. She's a fucking smart yeah. So, so you know what? And and there's more that I'm totally Jeff missing. Goldblum, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, Jeff Goldblum. I'm missing even more people. You know, Matt Damon the thing about has a cameo. Right, I totally missed that. Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston yeah, awesome. Tom Hiddleston, who I Luke Hemsworth has a cameo. Etc. So the good is Hemsworth. And the good is definitely Taika Waititi as, as Korg. Yeah. So I think Taika Waititi knows how to do comedy. He does. Mm-hmm. He just does. The problem I have with... So I don't know a lot about the MCU. I, I, honestly, I've seen Iron Man, maybe. I think I saw that one. Is that the fir- I think that's the first one Correct. in the entire series. Yeah. So, yes, I saw that. I saw Robert Downey Jr. I, I was loving him at the time when that movie came out. And it was a long time ago. But I'm not obviously picking up these references. Like, I have no idea why why the Hulk was where he was when things happened. I have no idea why he was the Hulk for two years and, and all this stuff. So I have no frame of reference for this. So that's fine. I have to take that as, as, it, as it comes, right? I understand that. But what, what the problem is for me is that I think Taika Waititi, it, it's hard for someone coming into a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie and directing it when there's so many through lines that have to be accounted for. You have to connect plot 
lines like there's so many things like that are happening that oh what's dr strange doing there benedict cumberbatch another one oh, yeah. so an- another mm-hmm. actor in there right so there's so many plot threads that have to be tied together and it's taika watiti's job to do that because you have to get to the next film right so he's able to not he's able to do some stuff but i don't think he's able to be as creative and he doesn't have a writing credit in this so he's not able to be quite as creative as he was able to be with jojo rabbit or with what we do in the shadows and some of his earlier films i just i think yes he got paid for 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 thor ragnarok and yes you know and and there's some stuff when the comedy comes in i think that's when the movie's good like like uh dp said because i think that's what taika watiti i think that's a strong suit i think he's a funny dude I think he's a funny dude. I think he, I think he knows what makes the, the, you know, the audience laugh. Although he doesn't have a writing credit in this movie, I think you know he was able to infuse some humor into it, especially with his own character. And when he, when he had to bring himself as in his character to be the funniest thing, I think that, you know, speaks to something. I don't know, but anyway, I'm just getting off track here. But I didn't love the movie. I, I don't love huge cinematic action sequences it doesn't really do much for me but i did like some of the performances and i certainly like some of the comedy and i just i'm it's not going to make me go back and, and watch iron man 2 and avengers and captain america and all this other stuff but i didn't think it was a bad film i just i i just i couldn't wrap my head around some of the stuff in addition, you know what the other thing was? I, I really, I do like Norse mythology. I think it's an interesting topic and, and it's interesting. And they didn't, they kind of obviously take liberties because, you know, some of the information's not accurate to Norse mythology, but. They pick and choose. They pick and choose. Like Loki's not really Odin's son, according to Norse mythology. Well, they, it's, they yeah, that's a, they, it's, it's Balder. Balder and, and Thor were his sons, etc. So I don't know all the ins and outs of what happened before and how Loki sure. came into this. So I, I, it's hard for me to really speak on it in an intelligent way because they're connecting some dots that that I wasn't there to to witness, you know. So. But that's what I have. That's I'll get off the, I'll get off the soapbox. But you didn't bash it as much as I thought you would. Mm. Yeah, I really thought you were gonna bash it more. Like I know, yeah, like some people just don't like fun, and I know you're one of those people. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like Mark Ruffalo either. By the way, wow. I didn't like Mark. I didn't like Mark Ruffalo. I like Mark Ruffalo really? the actor. I yeah. like Mark Ruffalo the actor. I just didn't like him in the in the movie. He was, slightly, he was slightly annoying. He was slightly I thought, annoying. I thought he was trying to be some kind of comic relief and it didn't quite land for me. So yeah, no, that yeah, I like him a lot. That tracks. Next time you okay. talk to Mark Ruffalo, Danny, make sure you tell him that uh, AJ didn't like him in that movie. I will, I will do that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of look, which. We're, look, we're the movie council. We're allowed to say this shit, okay, Marky? <laughs> okay. We, know be- we know better than Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> oh. so, Speaking of which. That, that, that's it. So I, yeah, I didn't bash it as much as you probably thought. I just... Yeah. You know, there were t- there were parts of it that that I was enjoying. I certainly did like Korg, though. Yeah. When when Thor ended up, because I did like Hemsworth's character, I did like mm-hmm. Thor. So when he ended up like being imprisoned there, and he meets Korg, yeah. and then yeah. at the end when Korg's like, he says, "Little buddy," was, he stomped on yeah. him accidentally or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was kind of <laughs> funny. There's like, "Oh, he's alive!" You know, like Meek. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. 
Yeah, when he first meets him, he's like, hey, I'm Korg. I'm made of rocks, but uh, don't let that scare you unless you made a scissors. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> a rock, paper, scissors joke. Stupid joke, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I actually, I like him too because like he's like a super nice dude. Remember, he just keeps mm-hmm. telling, hey, we're getting on this big ship. You want to come? You, you want to scourge come? that? <laughs> Remember that scourge? He's such an asshole. He just sees oh, You want to come? Before you move on to whoever next, the only other thing I wasn't really digging, and maybe it tracks from earlier films with Loki, that guy has so many heel turns. It's it's oh, sort of hard. Thing, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Guy's heel turning like it's his job. Yeah, he's like Ric yeah. Flair. It's like, it's, 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 you never know when it's coming. It's the Ric Flair of the MCU <laughs> is maybe the greatest way anyone's ever described Loki. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta get that shit trending. <laughs> so that's the last thing I'll say. And then he's it, he's so. champion sometimes. He backs into a lot of championships. You know. It's <laughs> But, all right so that i'll i'll end it by saying that and you know i don't know that i'll go back and watch more of these things to try to figure out what's going on or, or whatnot but um i appreciate you you asking us to watch it i mean I, I the point of this is to also expand our broaden our you know scope and our knowledge of films and mm-hmm. this is part of it so yeah Thanks, I mean, DP. those are what's you know trending right now so yeah, not so everyone Marky, loves them, uh, but they are wildly popular. Yeah, I know you. You're not uh, as big of a movie snob as Tim and Andy, so you've yeah. actually seen a bunch of the MCU movies. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Tim and Andy. <clears throat> but Marky, you've seen a bunch wrong. of the movies, and I know you're actually a fan of them. So, yeah, uh, tell me what you thought of Thor Ragnarok. So, Thor Ragnarok is my favorite, I think, out of all of the. Uh, MCU movies that have come out and I think I have seen all of them which is you know I wouldn't I'm a fan but I'm not a fanatic I know that's kind of stupid to say but I do enjoy them most of the time you know when we used to be able to go to theaters and a trailer would come out for a new like Ant-Man 2 I'm like stupid I'm gonna see that I'm gonna watch that you know like I knew I was gonna see it and I would and I would enjoy it but like at the same time I'm like this is dumb but I'm gonna I'm gonna like it and then to a degree, but growing up, I watched all the different cartoons, X Men more than anything else. But I, you know, I still mm-hmm. knew uh, Iron Man, Hulk was always my favorite, and I had all the action figures. And I used to, you know, in my mind, imagination as a kid playing with these, I would kind of have these battle sequences on the floor with these different action figures. So to actually have uh, a movie with this kind of grand scale blowout action to me is almost like a dream come true for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And Hulk's, I always wanted to see more of Hulk in the, the Marvel movies and that Ragnarok movie scratched that itch having much more Hulk smash. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah. So I'd, I'd seen most it of the, before. Most of the previous movies, it was lots of Bruce Banner. You and Bruce this Banner, is the first time we got like a little bit of a tease of and also yeah. the previous hulk movies you know with um uh edward norton edward norton and um damn i'm drawing a blank the uh banna eric banna um, eric banna eric banna um they weren't i mean again i like those a lot of people didn't care for them but 
it's you know I, I i didn't see the hulk that i wanted to see until thor ragnarok so for that reason alone i fucking love the movie i've i've watched the movie all the way through once and then i've since it came onto streaming services i've turned it on and i've just fast forwarded it to the hulk smashing scenes because that's what i love but as far as taika's involvement you can see his flair throughout the movie I love it. And kind of like Danny, what you were saying earlier, the movie can almost stand alone as a comedy. It is funny in so much of the movie. And you can see Taika coming through in so many different ways. I love the eighties synth and the music and the, just the coloring of the movie mm-hmm. is just such a fun, it's, it's such a, a different turn in the direction that these Marvel movies were going. The first two Thor movies were very serious. Chris Hemsworth, very serious. They were, they were kind of, I mean, a lot of, as a fan, I would say that those were kind of lame. It's mm-hmm. just uh, a little bit bland. But with, I think Chris Hemsworth is also kind of a, a bit of a goofy person in real life. Um, Danny, I know you know him in real life. I don't, maybe you can speak to this. But he seems yeah. like a very like funny, like easygoing dude. And this kind of Thor character is much more natural natural for him to play off it feels mm-hmm. like and just having it as a, a more silly movie is much more enjoyable to watch the i could also see different characters in the movie that taika's reoccurring characters i was watching some of it tonight and that scene when he first gets on uh Sakar, that trash island or trash planet mm-hmm. and those scavengers first surround thor the one guy that takes his mask off and has like all the white face paint on, I'm 90%, 90% sure that's one of the werewolves from what we do in the shadows. And oh. then oh, the I actor. know, uh, I don't know his name. You know, you'd have to look deep in the credits. Well, that's what I'm asking. Scene, like the, the same, yeah. same actor. Same okay. actor. Correct. Yeah. Um, and then the woman that is not an actual werewolf. No, not, <laughs> he's not right. a werewolf. <laughs> The woman that is next to Jeff Goldblum—that's his mm-hmm. topaz. Uh, topaz. Mm-hmm. She is in uh, other Taika movies. She's in the movie Boy, mm-hmm. and she's also in. Oh, shit, I know she's in another Taika. Like, versus Shark. Possibly. I know he recycles some people. Yeah, not but, uncommon. Yeah, not at all. But. No, I, I I really like that movie, Thor Ragnarok. It's it's a the action sequences are awesome. Can I it's, comment it's on funny. something you was? Can I comment on something you were saying real quick, Marky? Sure, sure. So, you commented about the previous Thor movies, which I, admittedly I, I haven't seen. But you talked about how they were more serious, more dark. Yes. Mm-hmm. But so obviously Ragnarok speaks to. Taika as a director in that way because it's more of a fun movie and he's Absolutely. more of a fun he's more of a fun director right mm, yes and so then it seems like he brought out something different in Hemsworth than than the previous directors had brought out or even yes. intended or even intended to bring out I think Absolutely, so yeah and what, yeah. one of the things earlier AJ when you were speaking during your part on the movie um, about what he could do as far as the plot lines and that was kind of something I've been wondering about these huge blockbuster Marvel type movies, right? Where they get uh, a good director to come in and you're excited about the director, 
but how much do these directors actually have to work with? Like how, how many things are there in the story or just in the project that they're forced to do that right. is out there's of their like control? A certain, right, there's a certain point where um, they had to have this conversation about Ultron. You know, they had to, right? It was just part of the through line to something else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and Black Widow read the recording on the plane. I can't connect those dots, but I know that had to be there for the next movie, yeah. which may not, it's not going to be a Thor movie. What was the movie after Ragnarok? Uh, uh, Black Panther. Uh, but chronologically, actually, like, I don't know if you stuck around through the credits, Andy, but one of the post-credit scenes is... Uh, Thor and Loki on the ship there going towards Earth and Thanos's ship pulls up in front of them. And that See, is I don't know, I don't exactly know where is. Infinity War starts. The Avengers right Infinity at the War very starts end. Right so so I'm told that there's all these post-credit things that I didn't stick around. I need to go yeah, back. Yeah, those movies are notorious for doing that. Yeah. I, that's what I was told after the fact. I have a, someone I work with that's a huge um, MCU fan. So yeah. but, Go ahead. So, sorry. No, that, I mean, that's kind of, you know, what I was roundabout, what I was getting at. Obviously, Taika didn't, doesn't have a writing credit. I'm sure he wrote in a lot of the dialogue. So many of those lines seem like Taika, right? It just bleeds oh, through. Time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the major plot points, I feel they definitely give him, you know, this is what the script's going to be. This is the direction it needs to go. You know, you can do this with this character but don't do this with this character. And then, you know, how much free roam do they actually get is kind of what I'm getting at. Um, but Taika in this, you see so much of him. and You see the flair, yeah. You, you see, see the that flair. And he did this one, this Thor Ragnarok, Danny, you may be able to uh, speak on this. It did really fucking well. It did the best out of all the Thor movies. Mm-hmm. It did, it did uh, I think, I don't know, the... the uh, the actual Avengers movies, I think, beat them money-wise yeah. return. But that Thor Ragnarok movie did really fucking well. So they've given Taika uh, a chance to do future Marvel movies. He's, yeah, he's going to do the next Thor movie. Yeah, he's already set to do Thor, Love and Thunder. He's actually doing a Star Wars movie as well. As yeah. you look at his IMDb, it's a untitled Star Wars movie. He's yeah, I doing, saw that. So. Well, hey, even the what? name... Yeah. Sorry, Timmy, but no, even no, the name, ahead, I was, I'll, I'll end it with this and give my rating, but what Danny was saying, the next Thor movie is called Love and Thunder. Just that title of that movie just sounds silly. Love and Thunder? Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I hope it's going to be even more Taika. That would be great. Because I loved him with, these, with this in, involved in this Marvel universe. I thought it was fantastic. And Dan, as a, Dan, as a, Dan, I forgot about Carl Urban. I yeah, oh yeah, Carl Urban was awesome in this. I fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's great. It, oh, so I, just keep, I keep thinking of more actors that. Are <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about we were talking about uh, different actors in it, and the near the beginning of the movie when uh, Thor first gets back to Asgard and he sees uh, Anthony Hopkins, Odin, which is Loki, watching a play of himself. Mm-hmm. It's Matt Damon playing Loki. Yeah, and <laughs> it was like Chris, an Easter egg they threw in there. Yeah, and it's it's Chris Hemsworth's older brother, Luke Hemsworth, that is playing Thor yeah. in that play. Yeah, the yeah. first time I saw when I saw that in the movie in the uh, in the theater, I did not even notice it was Matt Damon. 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't until afterwards I read. I was like, wait, Matt Damon? I didn't notice it was either. I, I yeah. was told by my uh, coworker. I yeah. looked it up. I looked it up as I was watching. I was like, that fucking looks like Matt Damon. So yeah. I Googled it. I'm like, yeah, it totally is. TP. Hold, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Matt Damon. <laughs> okay, thank you. TP, let, let me go really quick on this. Yeah, only because it. Only because you guys have, have, have touched on pretty much everything I, I would have said anyways. Marky, to speak to your point about the numbers, um, the first two Thor, all actually all three Thor movies. I, I looked this up, have anywhere between about 150 to 200 million dollar uh, budget. Okay. Uh, the first one in the box office did about 450 million dollars. The second one, the second one did about a little over 600. The this one Ragnarok did 854 million dollars. Wow. So it was the most successful. Do you know what the, the budget three. was for that one? Uh, I'll get it was uh, it was about Same one. Ballpark. It was about 180. Okay, wow. and uh, and then it, and it did eight fifty four. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and like mm-hmm. I always say, if you're listening to this podcast and you've never heard of RottenTomatoes.com, first off, um, welcome to Earth. Secondly, <laughs> um, welcome to Earth. Yeah, get there and and and. Uh, so the first two um, oh, doors were um, critics were about you know mid seventy percent. Uh, the first one, the rating, the, the, the viewer reviews were about mid-70s. Um, the second one, the, the viewer reviews were about mid-60s. If you look at Ragnarok, uh, the critics, I believe, were 93%, and the uh, viewers were about 87%. So not only was it did it make the most money, it was universally the most praised of the three. So it doesn't shock me that they're, you know, hopefully they, they're, that they're keeping uh, YTD on to, to do more because it's obviously moving in the right direction, which, which is a really good thing. And I, w- I will just say one more thing. Another thing. Um, I texted you, Dan, at the beginning because I had seen the original Thor, and it was it was I I was like that was pretty it was decent, it was you know good, it was fine. Yeah, I never saw the second one. I watched like a three minute recap on YouTube just to you know know try to have an idea what the fuck I was talking about. Um, and then I texted you again about ten fifteen minutes into the movie. I'm like. I don't remember Thor being this goddamn hilarious. Like what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. It had like almost not, not like a, obviously not um, like uh, vulgarity wise, but it had like a borderline, like Deadpool edge, like silly wise, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which I really, really liked. And uh, that's why I was like, dude, dude, is this always been this funny? And that's when you said, no, they, this is what Taika has done. He's taken this really stuffy, serious character and made him hilarious. And I, I thought that was, that's the right thing to do. And like I said, if you look at the numbers as far as critics and money and everything, it was obviously the right decision because it's moving in the right direction. I hope they just keep getting better because I'm going to be honest, man, I fucking loved Ragnarok. I thought it was awesome. I had a great time watching that. Yes. I watched it last night. Watched it last night. I thought it was fucking great. Woo! I'm yeah. so glad you loved it. Yeah, AJ, awesome. what's up, homie? So, as a DP, as a MCU super fan, mm-hmm. do you have any sort of uh, I don't know what the right word is—not reservations, but because there's so all the out of all these films, there's got to be so many different directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel Do you feel like they're able to carry the vision through? Because Thor was very serious with two movies, and they got really lighthearted and funny for a movie with obviously all the action and, and they're still working the, the plot threads. Do you feel like it hold it, it uh, maintains like the, the sanctity of the MCU or what have you? Um, I would say on the whole so far. Yeah. Because I mean, they've had like James Gunn as a very distinct style that he brought to guardians of the galaxy. 
which was, you know, also one of my favorites. I love what he did with that. Uh, the Russo brothers have done great stuff, Jan, but at the same Jan, time, sorry, like Jan, real, real quick, James oh, Gunn, is he breaking bad? Uh, no, he, no, James, that's Vince Gilligan. Yeah. It, James Gunn sorry. did some of those sorry, like kind of old, like, B movie type like uh, Return to Newcomb High type okay. movies. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, you can cut um, that out if you want. No, no, no. Yeah, he's he's done some other stuff too. I, as I looked him up afterwards, um, and not to cut you off, Dan, but mm-hmm. as you were saying that, I just thought that because Guardians came out before Ragnarok, right? Yeah, and I oh, feel yeah. like that kind of gave the studio the green light to go ahead and make ragnarok more fun because guardians was very fun and so they're like fuck it guardians did excellent that was a fun movie it was funny mm-hmm. have fun taika and i think yeah. i feel like that's what he did but other right, gir- so dan okay. there's a lot of there's a lot of factors that play into that so just right. keep going sorry i just wanted to but like uh joss whedon <laughs> kind of left because he felt they were reining him in too much uh edgar wright originally was supposed to direct ant-man and he started doing Ant-Man, but they, again, he felt they were kind of putting a lid on him. And so he left the project. So there is definitely some directors that aren't vibing with the MCU and other ones that can work in it. So, you know, it's hit or miss, but that's like gonna, said, I think Taika did a great though, job right? with it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to expect that's going to happen when you have... Like you said, like there's what twenty three movies and oh fuck, really? Yeah, oh yeah, right. And it's an ongoing, it's an ongoing, and it's an ongoing storyline, and right. you know, so there's certain things that have to happen in certain mm-hmm. films that yeah. they can't get out of doing. They have to do it's canon, right? They have yeah. to stick with the canon. They've got like an they overall to, arc, you know, plot idea. Whoever came up with that business model at the beginning as a studio. And it, it actually paid off. Like whoever pitched that and like, hey, we're gonna make. It, surely they didn't think that they were gonna crank out twenty three of these movies. You know, it started the first Iron Man. Robert Downey knocked it out of the park, and like, shit, that was a success. Let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm speculating, but somewhere along the line, they they drew up a, a large arcing plot line. They're like, fuck it, we're gonna do Avengers. We're gonna bring in the whole universe. We're gonna make you know, we're gonna start bringing in some origin stories. And at the yeah. end, well, the whole the whole um, Ultron thing is a, is a actually it's a comic arc, like it's a whole comic mm-hmm. arc, Age yeah. of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. yeah so they they have a lot War, of source Ultron material. Arc and, civil yeah. Civil War is 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 an overarching. The, um, that's a that's even a, the yeah. the Ragnarok movie, the uh, Trash Planet was it Sarok? I said it earlier. Sakar. Sakar that they're on. Mm-hmm. That is has a lot of similarities to the comic line of planet Hulk Plan- yeah. where, where he goes to a planet and he is ha- forced to be a gladiator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Oh, I, I also wanted to speak on, remember in our first episode when we did the uncut gems, we were talking about the Safety brothers and I was given a, I can't remember if I actually mentioned it in the episode, but there was a, a moment in the Safety brothers career after they made their uh, movie um, Good Time with Robert Pattinson, they were given an opportunity. At, and I just saw this through right. you know, random Google searches. 
they were given a, a opportunity to make a, a major, I think it just said like major comic flick or something like that. I can't help but think that that must have been a Marvel movie that they were Probably. given the offer and they turned it down. Yeah. Which would have been weird if the Safdie brothers did a Marvel movie. But mm. good for them that they, you know, they actually stuck to their guns and they're like, no, we want to make uncut gems. We've been sitting on this script for a long time. This is the movie we want to make. Anyways, bringing it back, Taika. I think it's great that Taika, he was able to go from Ragnarok and then have the uh, ability to, to take like his own ideas, write that adaptive screenplay and make Jojo Rabbit and, you know, kind of springboard off that. And I yeah. think that that's Perfect great. Board. So, so we, so we, ought, so we, been, uh, we as the fans of, you know, these really great writers and directors got to benefit from something like Jojo Rabbit because of Ragnarok, most likely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind yeah. of like how we were talking about in our episode also about best directors that Christopher Nolan, you know, I don't think it was a loss that he did the Batman movies, but that may have not, not at all, not at all, but it may have not have been his first choice, but because he did those, we got inception. We, exactly. Yeah. Interstellar and inception. Mm-hmm. So, John Kirk. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let me, I, I want to uh, just say a couple things about uh, Thor Ragnarok. And then I actually want to talk to you guys about Jojo Rabbit too, because I know you've all seen it and a great, great film. So love it. But my, my things on Thor Ragnarok and what we do in the shadows as well is what I love about them is they are so goddamned fun. Like, yeah. It, it, it's such a fun movie to go see. Uh, when Aiden and I went and uh, saw Thor Ragnarok in the theater, we did it, uh, I forget the name, it's like MX4D Theater, where you sit in the chair and like your chair moves when stuff happens. Oh, and shit. Spray your face with water during water scenes. <laughs> wow. And like there's sense coming like when uh really that scene when they see Odin in Norway, like there was this like smell of fresh cut grass and flowers wow. blowing into our face <laughs> as we saw the movie. It's like it was Disney shit. Fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Like when you go to right, Disney World, awesome. that shit yeah, happens. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so so fun. we saw it then and that was just so fun. And everything about this movie, like Near the end, when Thor, he hits Hela with that giant lightning bolt and then flies into the battle on the bridge. An immigrant song by Led Zeppelin kicks in. Yeah. It was, it was a little hits on the bridge. It, it is was a little on the nose. awesome. Absolutely. It was a little oh. on the nose, though. It was on the nose, but I'll take all that the on, the on the nose all day. Yeah, a little on the nose. That was with, the, with the song, with the, with the Zeppelin yeah. song, especially, well, but. Mm-hmm. let's be hammer, honest though hammer of the god all those yeah. movies are on the nose you know it's it's mm-hmm. not it, the, nothing in those movies are deep it's yeah, not, it's not like subtle a, it's yeah. not an intricate yeah. plot line that you have to figure out it's very on the face but it's I, hey I, I love immigrant song one of my favorite right. songs ever but you know we're not watching thor ragnarok for like some deep meaning i mean Pure like granted there is some like like deeper themes about uh the inevitability of death and about sure. accepting yourself for who you are and accepting your family and all that but that's not why theme. we're watching it 
we're watching it. Thor kick fucking ass as immigrant song yeah. plays, and then you know Valkyrie struts down the bridge with fireworks going off behind her. Like that's why we watch that. Movie. I just wish I just wish was she was like awesome. fly, I just wish she was flying on a horse at one point. Right? Ah, if she had but, her horse there, <laughs> she gets to do that in uh, Endgame. Yeah. In Avengers okay. Endgame, she, she gets to ride her horse across the field and kick ass. So that's Absolute. what Val- that's what Valkyries do. Yeah, Absolute absolutely. smoke show that girl. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't so, even deal. But that's that's what I and uh, like I said, <laughs> hey, uh, no. what deal. we do in the shadows also insanely fun. Yeah, it yeah. was so fun that movie. And then we get to what I want to talk about now, Jojo Rabbit, which also super fun and hilarious. But at the same time, very deep. It's about fucking Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And the murder of and, Jews. And you know what? So it's and, not and quite it's, as fun. <laughs> and there's, it's very funny. But there's some sad moments oh, in that movie that geez. just oh, touched yeah. me. Really dude, touched me. Dude, that scene when the boy hugs his and mom's that feet. To, that oh my god! To I cried out. my eyes out. I cried right my eyes out. Yeah. And you knew that scene yeah. was coming, right? Yeah. Like you I, knew. I, you knew that yes. she was going to get yes. it at the end yeah. because, I mean, yeah. it was just yeah. all leading up to it. But even when yeah, it speaking, happened... Speaking of getting it, Scar- speaking of getting it, oh, Scarlett Johansson, oh, GW. Oh, absolute. I mean, and what a 2019. I mean, she can get it in Jojo Rabbit and Mary's story. She can get it in both. Even though she's a total cunt in Mary's story, she can still get it. <laughs> Straight up. But honestly, Jojo Rabbit... Yeah, what are your thoughts on Jojo it, Rabbit, Andy? I haven't talked to you about this movie at all. Oh, my so. God. Yeah, I, like, I talked Jojo to Tim Rabbit. and Marky one night about it, but you weren't there. So what did you think? I I, I love the movie. I mm-hmm. think Sam Rockwell mm-hmm. is my boy. Oh, he's great. He was so good in that movie. And I just... And I, I love the young people mm-hmm. performances in that. The little boy, his buddy, and the girl—the the little girl that they're hiding they're all out. outstanding, incredible. Um, I, I just, yeah, outstanding. that boy got a, That boy got a Golden Globe and, nod. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he's super funny, and then even a uh, Rebel yeah. Wilson yeah. is kind of funny. Like, yeah. she's supposed yeah. to be funny. Like, there's <laughs> yeah, no reason she's, she's not. There's no other reason she's there than to be funny, right? But I love me some Scarlett Johansson, and I think. Taika Waititi, of course, he's in the film like he normally mm-hmm. is. He's in his films. That's one of the trademarks of Taika Waititi. He shows up in his films yeah. in like a big role or a medium role. He's in there, right? And let's it's not admit like, um, it is hit, it's daring. not like Alfred Hitchcock where he just like he's crossing the uh, you see Alfred Hitchcock crossing the street during a, a movie like he's yeah. in the movie. Yeah, he's playing is, Hitler in the movie. Yeah, which is very daring. He plays Hitler <laughs> like. Very, it, it very takes that's, balls that's the right to take word. on that very role, daring. So, and he did a great job in it. And I think, I think the chemistry between him and the little boy was great. And I love me some Scarlett yeah. Johansson. I think she was dynamite in the role. Her and Sam Rockwell. And I can't say enough about how much I love Jojo Rabbit. I, I think it's amazing. Uh, D- DP, can I just very? I have I have a lot to say about this movie, which I won't. Yeah, go for uh, it. No, no it's it, it's fire I, away. I, I have so much. Can I get some anger out first, though? Please. Can I get some anger <laughs> out of my system because oh boy. Jojo Rabbit is fucking brilliant. 
It, it is brilliant. Totally from brilliant. Fucking front mm-hmm. to back. Everything about this movie is brilliant. There's no, it, it's, it's a borderline flawless movie for me. So now we're back to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Uh, this oh, this website that right. I enjoy Hit a me. lot of uh, a lot of times I enjoy this website and a lot of times it, it infuriates me. The audience score, ninety four percent. Okay, great, right. right? People yeah. like it. The uh, uh, critic score, seventy nine percent. Are you what? out of your motherfucking mm. minds? Okay, so let me just say this real quick. All right, uh, so if, if, if I scroll through. <laughs> That's through what it first, is. Through the first few critics here, there's some, um, and I'm not going to read what they said. I'm just going to say this. David Sexton of the London Evening Standard, <laughs> go suck a dick, okay? <laughs> Danny Lee of the Financial Times, go suck a dick, okay? Uh, uh, Peter Bradshaw of the Guardian, die on Christmas. Uh, mm. Jake Cole from Little White Lies, I hope you're dead right now, okay? Because that is <laughs> the biggest load of bullshit I've heard my entire fucking life. That movie is absolutely brilliant. You guys were just talking about the shoes. All right. The shoes was for me, this moment of that movie where Ugh. it meant everything because they kept, do you notice they kept showing the shoes earlier on? Absolutely. And I saw this movie in the theaters and uh, I remember seeing the shoes. And the first thing I thought to myself were like, those were expensive. Those are expensive shoes. Like this girl isn't, this girl isn't like an indigent. Like this girl is a is someone who has money in society. It just shows you that the Nazi army didn't give a fuck who you were. If you were against them, they're going to kill you, whether you had money or not. And I saw this movie. In, exactly. I saw this movie in the theaters, and uh, of course, I snuck alcohol in, and I was getting hammered in my seat, and I had to pee. Right. So I, I didn't want to leave the theater, but I did. And then I came back. I literally walked back into the theater, and the first thing I saw were her fucking shoes dangling. Oh shit! And I was like mother fuck me like like that was like it was hot i i could barely even get back to my seat i was so fucked up over that it was so unbelievably great and uh, again i could go all night but let me just aj you brought up sam rockwell i'm gonna talk about his character really quick and then i'll cut it because i'll go on all night but etw one of the one of the finest actors acting right now he's unbelievable right he's just he's so unbelievably talented he's multifaceted the thing with his character in this movie is when you first saw him, you got this impression that he was this, um, this failed soldier, that he couldn't cut it in the Nazi army. And that's why he was handling the Hitler youth, which, by the way, was an actual thing. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. th- these Hitler, <laughs> like, th- these motherfuckers yes. really yes. believed they were going to take over the world. They, they fucking believed it. And that's why they were grooming these kids to, to take over for them eventually. They really believed world domination was coming. These crazy motherfuckers. So that's what that's what he was kind of shown as in the beginning like he just couldn't cut it because he was a drunk or whatever it was but that wasn't really the case at all it was the fact that he was a homosexual yeah and and that he could never show that in to the to the nazi army he became a nazi soldier out of desperation because he had nothing else to do and he was fighting for the nazi army that was completely against him because there were some Jews that actually lived through uh, concentration camps. No homosexuals did. If you were a homosexual at that time and you were caught, you were fucking dead 100% of the time. And that was it. So he was masquerading as this, this, ar- this army soldier just to hide the fact that he was gay, which led him to the fucking bottle and eventually led him to just stand in front of a goddamn firing squad after he saved Jojo twice. Remember, yeah. he, saved, he saved the girl the first time. 
Mm-hmm. He was the most redeeming character in Beautiful this character arc. In this movie, one hundred percent. But Not a character same arc, but a, fucking, a, yeah. Oh my god, a hidden character. Oh my god, because he just comes off as this bumbling, drunken, psychotic yeah. idiot. But it was all because he had to hide who he was during a time where right. it's a it's it. It, yeah, it's during, a yeah, during it's a time a where he would have gotten fucking, he would have, they just would have put a bullet between his eyes if they knew he was gay, and I mean, what an absolute uh, uh, a character to play in that. What, like, think about that that type of life to lead. You're 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 an in the closet homosexual in a place that if you're a homosexual, you're gonna get your fucking brains blown out just like that. But you are in the army that's doing it to you. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. fucking crazy. And it just uh he he just blew my mind. And what what a turn in the end that what he did. And uh DP, yes, one more quick thing I will say, and I will shut the fuck up about it for the rest mm-hmm. of the night. Cause Taika was so amazing. As Hitler, one thing I noticed throughout the movie that I loved was the way Jojo slowly started to realize really what the fuck was going on when he started to sway and realize that the Nazi army was just a bunch of racist, uh, murderous pieces of shit. The less funny Taika got. Do you notice that? Right. He he stopped being funny and started getting desperate Mm -hmm. and angry. Yes. It was very, very slowly protracted throughout the movie mm-hmm. with Jojo going one way and Hitler going the other way. It was such a beautiful motif. And that's what he does so, Taika does so fucking well. And that movie showed it. That, the shoes, those motifs, his fucking performance as a director in this movie was so brilliant. I just, it was his, I, his I, masterpiece. I, it, it really is. Yeah. And 79% on Rotten Tomatoes can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. That's insane. 100%. But, uh, the one thing I want to say, too, about uh, Sam Rockwell, his character, was uh, how he was, you know, designing the uniform. Oh, yeah. yeah and, what not. Awesome. and then at the end, he's wearing that <laughs> uniform with the feathers that's in his my helmet favorite part because he knew it was over there with his chest out like woo. oh but dan that was that, dan brilliant. that was that was his coming out party that yeah. was him yeah. coming out of the closet yeah that was my and he knew he was gonna die there were so many powerful scenes in that movie that was my favorite part is when the all the shit hits the fan and the uh, army rolls into town and Sam Rockwell comes out with this huge plume of feathers yeah, in his home design yeah, costume. Yeah, it's so amazing. It's so awesome. There's so many things in that movie, uh, little hidden things. Is uh, you know, Like a lot of movies that I love, I go online and I start trying to find what other people are saying about them, trying to find people that enjoy it, that can find things that I missed. And something that I saw that someone pointed out to me was that he was wearing uh, the upside down triangle the symbol, Timmy, for gays and during mm-hmm. the Nazi party. On his home design uniform, he put that upside down triangle on his uniform when he got into that shootout at the end. I did and, not know. That's awesome. I yeah. didn't notice that. And, you know, he's cutting eyes at Alfie Allen the whole time. That's like his boyfriend, but like yeah. it's very subtle. Yeah. I love that character. I, I, I missed that character arc earlier because it's not a character arc. He is true to who he is. He's just hiding who he is. And it slowly comes out, and then it explodes out. It just spe- it just speaks to a um, Ytt's direction, Absolutely. but also Sam Sam Rockwell, such Does a great such a fucking great actor. So and good. There's so many powerful scenes in that movie. We talk we talk about the shoes and how 
powerful that was, which hands down, I think is probably the most, but also at the end of the movie, when all the dust settles after that final battle yeah. and uh, um, Sam Rockwell saves the little boy's life again. Yeah. And oh. he's at the end and he like beats mm. the boy and like kicks him away. He's like, get out of here, you dirty Jew. Yeah. Rips and his jacket know, off. Oh, that is oh. so powerful. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Done so well. Oh. Like Mark, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting chills. My oh my God. I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting chills. I, oh. Like talking about that. Like it, it yeah. was just, it was so fucking powerful. That movie. It, it was really, I mean, what a year what a movie year for 2019 with uh, i mean amazing amazing uh, uh, but that movie is really a, a couple it, of it, other things too it's, it's amazing but, but under the radar too yeah more people need to see that it needs yeah. to they do shown at the front um a couple other things again that the internet helped bring to my attention that i didn't notice was that uh taika's portrayal of hitler Right, so Hitler is the little boy's imaginary friend, mm-hmm. and so Hitler is this imaginary Hitler is what the boy thinks Hitler is like. So Hitler has blue eyes in the movie, which he doesn't. So I mean, but the boy thinks he does, and mm-hmm. Hitler is eating a bunch of meat at the table. He's got like a big pig in front of him. Hitler was a vegetarian. In that's life. right. Yeah, I didn't so even think of that. That's yeah, yeah. again, like, so there's little details in the movie that I didn't notice until someone online uh, brought it up that there's it's this boy's imagination of what he thinks Hitler is and blue eyes, meat eater. It's none of that is true. And then kind of going back to Timmy, what you said, like as his foundation of what he thinks the Nazi party is and what he thinks Hitler is starts to get shaken then Hitler turns into this asshole. And at the right. end, it, t- it takes so long though. Like, yeah, this, uh, it's, gra- him, it's fuck off Hitler. It's, but it's, <laughs> but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. oh, but it's yeah. gradual though. Right. Like it's gradual throughout the movie. Like it takes mm-hmm. him a while and he's still, he doesn't want to let it go. Yeah. Well, because, because he's a it's little been kid. Ingrained. It, yeah, exactly. It's been ingrained yeah. in him. Yeah. It, it, it's such a good fucking movie my god mm-hmm. definitely one of the best of the year it deserved everything it got um uh taika, Rot- rotten tomatoes critics go fuck yourselves suck a dick but yeah. taika, taika getting, winning an academy award was so well deserved fuck yeah it was adapted so fuck yeah. Play, right yeah, yeah there was a book it was from a book that had come yep, out i forget yep, the name of the book yep, but, I didn't know that. Um, yeah it was it was um it's just oh my god what a great movie and uh like i i guess ragnarok as far as like money goes was like his coming out party but mm-hmm. as far as his brilliance of a director like, oh, oh my god fuck yeah. but rabbit. it'll it'll it but it'll it, it it uh it allowed him to make jojo rabbit exactly yeah yeah oh yeah yeah it's all of it was a springboard and he finally got there and he got that absolutely and he deserved that that. my god what a fucking brilliant turn i mean it's you know not that not that he wasn't passionate about making ragnarok but i think he always wanted to make jojo rabbit you know like really guys think about it for a minute has there ever been a better combined writing directing acting performance no, I mean, I mean we could we could dive into it. I guess it's I have, like, yeah, that'd be a great idea for a show. That's a good topic. Well, yeah. I'll yeah. say pre- preliminarily, no. But like, I, I mean, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, does does 
I don't Maybe, know. Maybe um, Clint Eastwood with Unforgiven, but that wasn't his script. I was going to say, dude, he didn't Un- write that. Unforgiven was directed by Clark? Eastwood and Star. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, but not Unforgiven again. Oh, Unforgiven. But not written. You're right, Mark. Yeah. So, I mean, I, was there a more – has there ever been a more all-around performance in the making and and – producing and filming of a movie than what he did in Jojo Rabbit. Room. I can't think of one. Like, I mean, like, like we can dive into that shit, right? The room? I said room, yeah. Oh, yeah, your James boy? The, the room? Strike the room. room, sorry. No, the, the yeah, room. the room, yeah, with Dan's boy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I loved it. I, I think it's such a great movie. I, I'm, yeah. I'm so excited for his future. So, in fact, speaking in fact, of his yeah. future, by the way, I think you, Tim, and Andy will be happy to hear this. He is working on, I think, I know a it. TV adaptation of Time Bandits. Huh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hadn't heard that. Could yeah, I, me Because I, I have something that I read that's going to make Marky <laughs> extremely happy. Not oh. because of what the uh, movie is, uh, but who's going to be in the movie. Fassbender? Yep, you heard that, right? What is it? I don't know. You haven't heard that? No. He's directing a movie that's supposed to be coming out this year. It's it's uh it's a a fictionalized version of a documentary called Next Goal Wins. And oh, uh, I did see that. Yeah. And fast it's, it's Bender, a rugby thing, right? Uh it's or is it or soccer? It's soccer, but it's 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 about uh Fastbender plays the coach of the American Samoa soccer team. Yeah, and he uh, he's the lead, and uh, Elizabeth Moss is in it too. And, it uh, oh, I love me some Elizabeth yeah, Moss, yeah, right? And uh, that, so it's supposed to be a comedy, but he's supposed to be directing that. Nice. So a that's comedy. your boy. Interesting. So it's Tyke, it's Tyka and Fastbender together. Dude, you're that's gonna my have wet dream. Yeah, right there. I'm gonna say you're gonna have spank bank material for yeah. months over that. So. so a couple other movies though that I wanted to bring up was some of his first ones. I know that he's done some that are, I think harder to find that I don't even know the name of, but the ones that first kind of come up is the film boy. And then mm-hmm. a, a later one called hunt for the wilder people. And I watched uh, hunt for the wilder people, people a while ago. That was really, really good. It has the, the young round kid from the second Deadpool movie. That's like mm-hmm. the comedic relief in that. Oh it's, yeah. It's yeah, him yeah. and Sam Neill. And it's like a coming of age story. It's really well done. I don't believe Tyke is actually in that one, but that's a, I, I recommend, I mean, I recommend all of Tyke's stuff. That one's really good. And then the movie boy is, does have a large role of, Taika in it as an actor and it's uh, a lot of uh, other New Zealand national people you'll notice that a, a lot of his films like um, well I guess if you haven't seen Boy and Hunt for the Wilder People but you notice in um, what we do in the shadows and the opening credits you get something that says from the association of the New Zealand film documentary yeah the New Zealand company. documentary board yeah yeah and that's, as if that's, it was a real documentary yeah great but that's the hunt for the wilder people and boy and you know there's they also have like this i think there must be some sort of new zealand movie package and i don't know if there's like a lot of other good movie directors coming out of that area but taika is so good and that movie boy <clears throat> was done so well 
it it is another coming of age story and taika plays this deadbeat dad that returns home he's a criminal and his son is this diehard michael jackson fan and his son his dad just returns from jail to actually retrieve some money that he buried on the property and he wins his son's love back by promising that he's going to take him to see michael jackson live and it's all just a ruse he just is using his boy's help to help him dig up this money and it's it's again like a silly movie but also very emotional and deep and somewhat dark at points kind of like jojo not quite as dark and i watching i'd watched boy not that long ago i'd seen what we do in the shadows a thousand times and i there's a lot of characters actors in the movie boy that i recognize from what we do in the shadows and so again it it uh, goes back to you know the people that he likes the people that he kind of grew up with i guess that he uh is able to put in his movies which is really exciting when he's able to do a blockbuster movie like thor ragnarok and he brings these people along for the ride and gives them just a, a even a small role but another thing i also wanted to touch on is just i i feel like taika is such a cool guy i've seen some kind of candid video of him online there's this one video in particular where he's in like a french movie store and he's walking around and he's just picking mm-hmm. movies off the shelf and he knows the most obscure movies and he's talking about the actors the actresses what the movie's about and like what it did for him he's and he's always dressed impeccably he's always got like this crazy <laughs> style and when i did like a, a brief look into his bio online i found out that like he is somewhat renowned for his fashion design he's also a very skilled painter and obviously director writer actor the guy is hitting all these different art forms on all different levels and he just seems like a really really cool dude all around it's it's one dude that you know would be awesome to be able to sit down and pick his brain have a beer with yeah Yeah, mark yeah marky uh just so you know I've never seen Hunt for the Wilder People, but I remember when I was you, – you guys know me, and I make a bunch of psychotic uh, rankings lists all the time, mm-hmm. especially with movies. When you said that, that movie popped into my head. I remember it going into one of my lists. That movie on Rotten Tomatoes, which, again, I know we're a little, ups- we're a little upset with tonight, um, 195 reviews, 96% Hunt for the Wilder People wow. on Rotten Tomatoes. So that movie – People like it. it. People like yeah. it. I will definitely check that shit yeah. out. Absolutely. Check out Boy too. I mean, it's it's different. It's it's some you know, it's not one of those movies. You know, I threw a little bit of shade at Steve McQueen, the director, in our Fastbender episodes. How when I watched Hunger, and I was just like, man, this is just kind of hard to get through. Like he's he's trying to be too artsy, but you know, it's and maybe in Bullet. <laughs> yeah. Stop it! Come on now. Stop that. <laughs> maybe in some of Taika's previous ones that aren't as easily available to us in the states you know it might have some blunders that we could pick fun at but boy and hunt for the wilder people well hunt for the wilder people is not that old but boys boys got some age on it and it stands up i mean those are great films Mm -hmm. so i i can tell you this i mean and I'm sure he probably gets like a hundred thousand a day, but I did actually. I know I've joked before how 
I was going to reach out to Martin, my buddy, Marty, <laughs> to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah, you guys are friends, right? Yeah. I did actually send a message to Taika Waititi <laughs> to ask him to be on tonight's podcast. And yeah, not surprisingly, he didn't see the message, I'm sure, but... Baby, shoot your shot. Ask. Do it every week, man. Shoot your shot. What, yeah, what? Uh, I'm why not ask everybody? Why not? Right, right. You you miss all you miss all the shots you don't take. Right, right. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, baby. Like I, I'm just <laughs> Wayne saying. Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> Michael Scott. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. What, what do you have to lose? Every yeah. fucking week. You know what? You know what? Now that I think back, we should have sent Fastbender a Twitter message. Right. A yeah. DM. You know, fuck it. Why not? Actually, I, I looked him up on Instagram. I don't even think he has an Instagram. He can't be bothered with that shit. Yeah, he's, he's just, he's too serious, but. Yeah. All right. DP, do you have anything else on Taika um, you want to go through before we, we, we finish up tonight? Oh, we'll talk about yeah. uh, Star Wars, DP. That's, yeah, one, that's your wheelhouse. A couple of last things. Uh, it, one, like I said, I loved what he brought to Thor, the character, and I love what he brought to the movie. Um, like Korg was amazing, and actually Korg stuck around and was in yeah, the, uh, Avengers Endgame, had a great role in that. His one line in uh, Thor Ragnarok, when Thor was trying to describe to him about his hammer, and he's like, you know, so I you know, my I would fly with my hammer. He's like, oh, so you wrote a hammer? Oh, <laughs> like, no, no, back. no, no. I would spin it, and the the hammer would pull me up. Oh, oh, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> was by far my favorite moment of the movie. Mm. Well, then he it was into that uh, actual serious. Shocking. Yeah, goes and then, that that serious line where he's like, "It sounds like this hammer was a lot deeper to you, and more of yeah. a, a." It's a, almost a, like a, losing a family member. <laughs> and so I was like, huh. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it right on the head. Right? So, I love that. And uh, like we said, so what we do in the shadows nominated for uh, best comedy series, nominated for best drama series is The Mandalorian, which yes. like uh, also directed an episode of first episode, right? Yeah, uh, I believe it's the first one. Which and he I don't he know does if you a voice for the, right. the characters. Yep. So, like, he's doing a lot. He's multi-talented. He's multi -talented. Yeah. 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 He's, he's got a very distinct voice. It's, yeah. He's great. But he can also, he's got a lot of range in his voice. He can, he can do a lot of different shit. And, and, uh, and he plays Viago. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. we do in the shadows. A dandy. Awesome. Nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> it's an 18th century dandy. <laughs> yeah. So, but I got to say, I... I, I'm such a huge fan of his, uh, such a huge fan of Thor Ragnarok. Like to me, Thor Ragnarok is in my top 10 movies. Wow. It oh. is one of my all time favorite films. I can watch it every day and not get sick of it. I love well, it. Also, death, so that DP, so. that means it's a 4.75. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To hijack on uh, kind of that discussion, and we were talking about the Thor movies earlier how they were a little bit droll the Great the character of thor now awesome after Great. ragnarok like and the mm -hmm. the the movies that came after the avengers and everything the thor character that came out of ragnarok is now the staple of what the thor yes. character is you think so forward. it is no oh, yeah. no for chris hemsworth and this marvel comic universe yeah who he yeah. was in infinity war and endgame was definitely because of what Taika did in uh, Ragnarok. They, they, can, they continued that. 
And I guess I, so I heard this. Well, that, that, all right. That's something. Yeah. Let me just say, I heard this uh, from somewhere that I guess like Kevin Feige and Taika Waititi first heard it was uh, actually a podcast from Kevin Smith talking about how funny Chris Hemsworth actually is. And, you know, it'd be great if the Marvel Universe would let Chris Hemsworth be as funny as he is. Makes sense. And they heard that podcast and kind of that's how they shaped Thor Ragnarok. That makes sense. They knew how funny Chris Hemsworth is. So if you ever see like his uh, Chris Hemsworth, like any of his like social media stuff, he is a silly dude. Yeah, he's very funny. DP, I I think one night we should do a Kevin Smith uh, spotlight because I think if we have any shot of anyone (laughs) joining us on this show randomly, (laughs) it's Kevin Smith. Oh. I have been saying that like behind the scenes You're for a while. Absolutely. Now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. If I can get anyone, it'll be Kevin Smith. Absolutely. I'm gonna reach out Absolutely. to everyone. Kevin Smith will be the one to say yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do a clerks episode. Yeah. Okay, oh, fine. I'll go all day on clerks. hmm So so DP, right. you got anything else? Uh you know what? I th- I think that kind of wraps it up. Like I said, I'm such a huge fan. I'm so yeah. glad you guys enjoyed the films. Like I said, I already knew everyone loved Jojo Rabbit because it you can't not love it. But uh, I'm glad I got to share with you guys Thor Ragnarok and what we do in the shadows. So, and I'm telling you, watch. I, I, th- I think the, the I think the direct the director's on the rise. Like he's definitely yeah, oh, on the he's, rise. Yeah, for sure. I will watch anything that he makes. And yeah, oh yeah, you can go back. I'm telling you, go back and watch Boy and Hunt for the Wilder People. Those are great, great movies. yeah anything in the future he does i've been waiting for uh werewolves for a long time i heard that rumor a long time ago and i can't Mm -hmm. wait till that comes out yeah so all right so uh yeah that kind of wraps it up for me uh next week our ceo and founder tim you're at you're you're at the plate. What do you got, homie? You're on, you're you, on the you, clock. Do you know what you got? Are you gonna? You're make on the clock. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the the boss man is taking over next week. Uh, I'm excited about it. It's my it's my second go round. I loved our first one uh, that I did. Before I tell you uh, what my idea is for next week, uh, something just happened a few minutes ago, and I think each week now I want to assign somebody uh, the award for best. Uh, best word of the week, best uh, best dictionary okay. word of the week, best you know. Uh, like, hey, uh, mm-hmm. what about very... my made up words? Oh, uh, that, that's, inter- usually that's interesting. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I want the I want the best uh, the best word of the week. And Marky just did it a few minutes ago. And uh, now I want to do oh. it moving forward. Marky, you win this week. Yes, you just oh, used the word. Thank you. Droll. D r o l l. Curious or unusual one. in a way that provokes dry amusement. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah. uh, Marky, if that droll doesn't uh, describe you to a T, I, I don't know what does. But hey. I, I will say uh, that was a brilliant word. High five. Yeah, you win word of the week. You, you, nice. Uh, that, that, was, that was brilliant. I love that. I'll All right, it. so next week, yeah, uh, so you get one. Uh, next week, I'm taking over. Um, we were talking about this a little bit before we went on tonight i'm gonna bring it up again look i love doing with this with you guys every week it's it's amazing i have so much fun 
Uh, it's a great. Are you quitting? Uh, it, it, <laughs> it sounds it, like your resignation. No, no, hold yeah, on. Are you, qu- are you quitting? That did, that did really sound very negative. I'm sorry. Hold on. No, no, no. What the fuck else am I doing in my life? No, I'm not going anywhere. Um, what I'm saying is I'm having so much fun doing this with you guys every week. We, it's very positive, and it's a great blow-off at the end of the week, and we talk about the movies we love. But you know what? I'm a little sick and tired of the, this tongue bath we give each other every week. Uh, and not just each other, but the movies we listen that, that we watch, and oh, we love this, and we love that. Even at the end of the day, even when we don't like a movie, we're like, well, that was maybe like three point two five. Yeah, we like, haven't listen, gone pretty low yet. Listen, we need to get the fucking let out one week, okay? Okay. We need to get nasty. So next week, the name of the episode is called "The Movies We Hate," okay? <laughs> and I'm going to get together with you guys over the weekend. I'll tell you what the uh, what all the parameters are for what we're doing. It's basically going to be movies that were universally praised by critics, but that we think absolutely suck, uh, and, which might be good because, you know what, uh, maybe, for instance, DP, you love a movie that was universally mm-hmm. pra- uh, praised by the critics, but I think it, it gargled balls. And I actually already know one that will do that between you and me. So I think it might, there might be some contentious conversations next week, which I'm really interested in because I think we need to get nasty for one week. Timmy, are you going to make me watch Garden State? Uh, Marky, 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 first of all, uh, it wasn't universally acclaimed. No, no, it was. No, it was. It was by the critics. Uh, Marky, you've seen that movie. Don't fucking lie to me. All right. So, uh, so no, we, we, we don't. I will go through the parameters this weekend and we will all find movies. We'll, uh, I'll have you guys let me know which ones they are. Uh, so I can. I, 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 Mine's going to be Mystic River. Yeah, uh, okay. Mine's going to be one that's going to piss you guys off when I say I don't like it. See, I love this already. And AJ, Mystic River was my first choice, but I have another one that deep million yeah, dollar baby. Gonna, me and DP are going to get into. All right. So, uh, uh, so that's what we'll do next week. Uh, guys, uh, before I sign this off for tonight, anything else? We good? Uh, uh, maybe I just, just want to socials. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just want to yeah. drop. Uh, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Movie Council Pod. And send us an email, you know, like if you got some movies that you think uh, we should talk about or genre you want us to talk about, whatever it is, Definitely. Uh, send us an email. It's uh, moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Please, you know, let us know what you guys think. All right. 100%. All right, Once again, great stuff tonight. Uh, like I, 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 I'm at the point where I need to stop like um, stressing that we're not gonna be able to fill up an hour, an hour and a half of time because uh, the yeah, four apparently easy. never shut the fuck up. So right. uh, I've got more to say. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. I like we we didn't get it all out, but um, yeah, was, I don't want to hear any more about boy. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even get <laughs> I to go talk on. about Chris Emsworth saying like. How telling Hulk he hates Banner and then telling Banner how he hates Hulk. That's a good He's all like numbers and science and stuff. And scene. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, let's not, because it just won't stop. So uh, we can always we can always revisit this another time. All right. Uh, this was awesome stuff tonight. Uh, really, really we can text 
Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. You guys, you know, jerk each other off another time. Yeah, but right? for now, shut the now. fuck up. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we will we'll, we'll call it from here. Awesome stuff, Dan. Great topic. Director spotlights always hit the fucking mark. Love Taika. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, really, really great stuff. Uh, we'll move forward next week. We will get the fucking let out. And uh, tonight we will call it quits. Great job tonight, guys. Love you. Good night. Yeah. Good night, Thanks, guys. Love you, mom. Night, night. The movie council is adjourned.